So we are live. Welcome to After Dark with Mark. My name is Marcus Pietre and welcome to another episode of After Dark with Mark. Today I receive uh, someone that I met, which uh, I absolutely love her energy. She considers herself to be a serial entrepreneur. And I'm bringing you into a trip today in the Netherlands to meet Christine van Elteren. Welcome to the show, Christine. I'm so, so, so happy to have you with us. Thank you very much, Mark. I'm looking forward to be uh, on the show today. Well, this is your first podcast, right? It so, is. Um, I'm excited. How cool is that? Yes. So I'm kicking off with you as if my very first podcast. <laughs> awesome. So tell me a little bit, like, what motivates you to wake up in the morning? Oh, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. So I, the moment I wake up, I love uh, thinking about the little steps I'm going to move forward that day. As long as it's a small step or a big step, every step is one towards my entrepreneurial dream. So that's why I so love to wake up early. So you absolutely love everything that has to do with business. I remember the very first time that we talked about, I mean, we talked for a long time and it was all around business and your ideas and, and I want to do this. And even though that when we talked, it, because I was supposed to be in, in Amsterdam and uh, we met before that I was going there, like via a, a video conference call and, and you were so enthused about like everything that you're doing. So tell me a little bit, like, what is it that you're doing and, and who, is, who is Christy? Okay, let's go. I will take you on my personal uh, business journey. Um, so I'm Christine Van Elteren. I'm DNA entrepreneur. I started at a very young age. I, I come originally from the southern part of the Netherlands. So I moved when I was in my early 19s, uh, 18, no, early 20s I moved to the Caribbean and from there I built my first uh, art trading company so I've done for six maybe seven years the art expo Las Vegas the art expo New York then I did a lot of art shows uh, in Switzerland which was an amazing experience are you, you know, an artist yourself no I'm not I'm really an, a trader but that sounds a little bit superficial I love to be surrounded by beautiful things. As you can see here on the back, you see an amazing art horse. I love uh, those pieces. And below down, you see the art dog. So basically, I, I'm surrounded by amazing people, artists who make those uh, sculptures, paintings during that period. And it, it was amazing to promote them and to make them even more famous and sell their art pieces. So it was like selling an experience uh, during that uh, period when I had the company. Actually, like, you know, right now that you're talking about this and I look at the dog at the bottom, I have a friend, his name is Peter Bowling and he's, um, he's a, a manage, uh, direct, director, a managing directors of, of an hotel. Um, in Los Cabos, but he was in the Caribbean. And I remember that he had a show with those type of dogs. And you said that that dog is coming from, uh, from a show in the Caribbean. Is that, is that correct? I got it from the artist. So okay. 
it could be exposed there as well. So you see my, uh, oh, sorry. Um, so it could be that it's been exposed there as well because the artists always travel around like I'm doing. But that was in my previous company. So that was your know. previous life. Yes, so I don't know if she, if the artist has now the dogs in, in a current exhibition in the Caribbean. So that could be. <laughs> so basically, so cool. at, um, at, I was loved doing uh, what I did at that time was my art company. And at the same page, there came uh, a big project just outside of Amsterdam uh, on my pad. It was a marina. So I thought, this is a really interesting project. Let me explore. And then I thought, okay, this could be the, my next step. And at the same moment, I came across a person who said, oh, Christina, I want to take over your company. So it was like meant to be. So I sold my art company. And then I took over the marina, which I'm currently owner of. And the marina is located just outside of Amsterdam, 10 minutes from Amsterdam. But I don't believe I have a marina. I believe I have an A1 waterfront project where we have a lot of boat spaces for uh, boats, little boats, bigger boats. And I have on, on the spot, on the premises, I have also apartments for short-term rental. So, so basically you, you went from an artist trader, art trader, in, in trading piece of arts, uh, which I think that there's there's a big name that comes to my mind when it comes to to trading arts, which his name is Jeffrey Laurier. Uh, he's a, a baseball professional baseball owner from New York, and I know him. I know of him because he bought uh, the team, my my favorite team when I was a kid, at uh, the Montreal Expos, and uh, and then moved that team in Florida. No, actually move it to Washington and then sold it and then bought another team. But what I want to say is I didn't know that it, it was a, a, a profession like to trade art. And it, it seems that like there, there's a lot of art traders in the world, isn't it? Yeah, there are. There are a lot. And I mean, it sounds trading sounds a little bit rude, I find, because it's really you have unique pieces. So uh it's an emotion, an art, an artist. So um, they put in all their soul and energy. So I think it's you're not selling a product; it's, you're selling an experience. And that's so. What how I, did you get? How did you get involved into this? Uh, basically, my mom. Uh, she's an artist, so I've been born and raised between art. By the by, and the age of twelve, I was always smelling. What's the name in English? The 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 painting smell. <laughs> Uh, oh, I don't know. I cannot tell you. Acrylic. acrylic. <laughs> okay. So you were smelling the oil. And, and this was making you feel um, like you just had some kind of, you, you loved it. But not to be the artist yourself. Like what you want to do is you wanted to do the business. No, I really uh, like Associated with the art. Because I'm a person who, I'm really creative, but I'm creative in solving uh, problems. So when I see a business case, so uh, I always find easy the solutions to problems. I've studied in South Africa, uh, in Pretoria. I've done uh, my MBA business innovation. So basically there I've, they, I've learned very good 
how to look at a business case in the changing economy. So we're currently in a changing experience economy. How do you need to adjust your business case to this new economy? How do you uh, change? How do you adapt? How do you innovate? And that was also a big challenge why I thought, okay, I take over a marina. That's quite a traditional business case. How can you innovate this business case to the new economy? Because the consumer is changing. Um, the whole environment is changing. Uh, more and more people are going abroad. Um, why do they need to buy a boat? So if you could change this business case, which I did, um, we are now having the experience with art on the premises. So people, we're basically now in the marina office. So you see the, the, the art behind me, you're immersed as a client, um, a guest when you visit the marina. So it's different than other marinas. So I'm not, I'm, I'm, I like the experience, building the experience, building the innovation in a business case. And I think that's really what it's all about. Um, of course, you have a lot of challenges on a daily basis as an entrepreneur, but I like to have the challenges. Otherwise, it gets so, bored. <laughs> so what? Wait, I remember you told me that I, I get bored very easily, and mm -hmm. and this is the the reason why that you want to 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 be challenged all the time. You want to get into new projects, and one thing that you well. Let's go from from the fact that you say, okay, I had this this business of trading arts, and and then I decided I'm gonna buy a marina. I it's it's not it's not an easy step, right? That's 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 kind of a quantum leap. That's kind of a quantum jump. So like, what was what was your your first approach towards that marina and 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 really look at it and say, okay, you know what, I'm gonna transform this from a marina to really a, a, a waterfront experience? Um, of course, I had my doubts, but my main vision on life is you have to go get out of your comfort zone. So I said to myself, hey, Christine, of course, it will be difficult. You don't know much about boats, uh, but let's go dive into the water, literally, literally in your own water. <laughs> So I took uh, the decision and based on that, you, you start. And then, as I said in the beginning of the podcast, every day you move one step forward and one is forward. And so you build the new business case. And then step by step, you, you can feel the reactions of customers and guests. And then you see how, if they like it. And then you adjust, you adjust. And then step by step, you get something which is working in a new experience economy. What I like uh, about what you said, and in, in I want to go back to when you talked about people are traveling a lot. There's a lot of people that live abroad, which basically this is where you started your career. You went to the Caribbean and, and you decided to come back home. And But in the Netherlands, what, what I'm realizing, and it's one of the reasons why we, we want to do events there, and that we were on the way to do an event there is there's a lot of foreigners. There's a lot, there's a huge English speaking community in, in the Netherlands. Like what is your experience with the English speaking community there? Yeah, first of all, Amsterdam is a very international community. Um, and it's great 
to be here and to live here. Um, myself, I'm a um, board member of the Amsterdam American Business Club. So there I'm really involved in the American community. And there I, I get to meet a lot of uh, international people and we connect with each other and we help each other uh, in the business forward. Do you have the, the numbers of how many Americans are living in, in Amsterdam or, or foreigners, English-speaking people that live there specifically? Whew, that's a good question. I'm not working well, I'm at not putting you, the, I'm not at putting the you. Dutch government. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's, there's a big English-speaking community there. Like okay. one thing that I see every time that I hear someone which is Dutch, it's like, oh, we, we all speak English here. Yeah, but we easily... Uh, switch to English. If we hear somebody is speaking English, we usually transfer to uh, have them involved in the conversation. Mm -hmm. yeah. So now you, you're working with this, um, this marina. And, and as you said, like you didn't want to have only a marina. What you wanted to have is, was a waterfront experience. Yes. So this is where that you got involved into real estate as well. True. So it's basically a real estate project, this. And when I took it over, it was not well known. Uh, we cha I changed the name. I changed the whole uh, surroundings. I did a massive reconstructions. Um, so there was a lot to do before we were ready uh, and up and running. And how is it as, as a woman entrepreneur? Because like, this is something that I believe that a lot of women, you know, that are watching this, they might be thinking, oh yeah, but I don't know, like, you know, this is, this is a man's world, especially like when, when I hear about Marina, I've been, I've been around Marina. I lived around Marina's uh, for the past eight years. And, and what you realize is it's, it's very much a man's world. Uh, how is it as a as a woman to be among the, the this this community? Uh, to be honest, I never think in such terms. I believe uh, we are entrepreneur DNA, so we just keep going. And of course, sometimes it's difficult, but I don't believe more difficult than any other entrepreneur having a company uh, at Waterfront. Um, so your idea of that is like a man would feel exactly the same way that, that you might feel no. in terms of like doing business will, in, in, in this environment. He will have probably different uh, experiences because when I started, I didn't know much about technical things. And now I'm more or less a technical exper expert in breakwaters, moorings, etc. So uh, now you're talking about terms that nobody understands. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I know. I, I've learned a lot over the years. <laughs> I bet. No, but like the reason why I ask this question is because there's there's a lot of women which basically they they listening to this and they're mm -hmm. saying to themselves, you know, I would like to do that. So where should I start? Uh, you mean to have a marina? No, not necessarily a marina to or have a business, space. like to, to, to be in business for themselves. Okay. I always say, uh, make the first step today and then tomorrow the next one. And then you get in a roller coaster and then, and then it's like you get the positive energy and then you keep going. 
And of course, you will get, you will have uh, difficulties, challenges, but you have to keep forward, move yourself forward every day one. And don't think in, in terms that, a, that a, a man is maybe better or another person or, or another woman. Don't think of another one. There will always be someone better, but it will not be you. So if you just be yourself, then you're unique. So I believe uh, every person is unique. Every entrepreneur is unique. You can have an ID, but the way you roll it out in the market is your vision. It's your way of building the business. So for example, Mark, if we have the same ID, if you have a marina and I, and I have a marina, then your business case will be totally different. So that's your oh. entrepreneur DNA. And so that's for, I always say to women, just do it, just start. Don't be insecure, just do it. And remind making mistakes, you, it, it's fun. You will laugh at it later and you will say to yourself, oh, this is so funny that I did, did this or that. And I mean, um, if you don't make mistakes, you don't grow. And if you don't grow, you don't move to the next step. For instance, I have now this very first podcast today with you, and maybe I will next year we will have another one, and we will and we will have uh, say next year. You know, remember uh, last year how we improved and learned so much more together. That's how it works. You have to start. So the, the first the first step is the decision. This is what they have to do. They have to make the decision. Like this is what I want to do. This is what we should be doing, and and then. Like one thing that I really love about what you said is to really tap in the uniqueness of who you are. And then from there, like basically the business is going to form around you as, as an entrepreneur. Yes. And don't, uh, and always try to think from a different perspective. I mean, if you have a challenge or difficulty, uh, there's always a solution. Then there's been research uh, that if you only sit down for five minutes and really think of five or ten solutions, although they sound a little bit crazy, there will always come up a solution to come over the challenge. So then in this case, why is people so lazy to, to take that time, to take that five minutes and to really think about solutions? Because Let's let's take a, a in a changing economy that uh, we are experiencing, and it doesn't matter if it's now or if it's in five years or ten years from now. The economy is always evolving; it's always changing. We always have new things. You know, not long ago, uh, cryptocurrency was was like new to the market, and everybody was like, "Oh my God, I don't want to touch that." And now it's it's it start to be familiar to to people, and they start like getting involved with this, but. Why is people so lazy of like taking the time to really sit down and see like, how can I, how can I use this tool and really start thinking about solution on what I want to create? First of all, I don't think it's laziness. Maybe it's just how humans, how we are all. It's just easier to keep going in your same path, in your brains. It's always difficult to come up with new brain parts. Uh, so maybe it's just a habit we all have developed from the early uh, 
uh, years in our um, growing growing up as a person. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should so make you... a course, uh, Mark. Why don't you make a course of that, breaking your own brains? <laughs> well, I do. I do have one that does exactly oh, really? that. So, like for me, but I, I'm I'm looking more at at your perspective as an entrepreneur and from your point of view, because I believe that you know you you've been you've been doing really really well for yourself. I mean, you don't go from from being uh, someone. Like, you know, you, you can have a, a business MBA, you can have uh, like studies, but that doesn't mean that you will succeed. That doesn't mean that you, you can start and build a marina and get into real estate and, and the other projects that you're working on right now. Yes, you, you have to just do it. And, and, and of course, I've had my challenges as well. I've had my difficulties uh, because there will always be, but that's the fun of being entrepreneur. If you don't like challenges, I mean, there are always challenges. There are always projects which are more difficult than the others. And I see it as a journey and the journey is the fun. And you work towards your dream, but you have to enjoy the journey of building the dream. That's, I believe, then you enjoy every day being uh, working hard on, on your dream. And every time that you say, like, you know, this is the journey, this is where the fun, you're having a big smile coming and, and then yeah. you, you can see that you're really enjoying those, those challenges. One thing that you said is you, you really specialize at looking at, at the problem from different angle and coming up with solutions. Like, tell me a little bit about this because you, you started making it as well part of a, a business model for yourself and, and clients are coming to you to help them in this, in this matter. Yes, because it's always difficult to, to, for yourself. To, you have to push yourself to look from different perspectives because there are always different approaches and different ways uh, to look at a situation. And if you have a solution, then you have to always be to yourself uh, sharp and say, hey, is this really the best angle to look at this situation or this issue? Because sometimes if you look a little bit further or you talk with somebody about it, then you come to a better uh, way to solve it. Do you think sometimes we're just too close to the tree and that's the reason why we cannot see the forest? Hmm, that's a good one. Could, sometimes we are, and sometimes uh, we just don't see it. And then you have to just step out. That's why I think a good coach is important if you are an entrepreneur, that you can talk with a person who motivates you, who uh, really, you know, you can ask you in-depth questions. And push you. So what, what was your... What was your involvement with mentorship into your journey? Because you, I mean, you've been in business for, for a few years now. Um, I'm not so old yet, Mark. I'm sorry? <laughs> I'm very young still. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not going to go there, right? <laughs> no, I'm open. I don't mind becoming older. It's great. I mean, the, the, the more you know, the more... Uh, the more challenges you have seen. So you have more experience and you can help other people. That's what I really like. So who was the people that really was uh, 
role models for you uh, in in your journey? Hmm. Good question. Good question. Um, I think that sounds quite. Yeah, my dad is a really big entrepreneur. Um, I, I've learned a lot from him, really a lot. The way uh, he does business, the way he works, the way he treats uh, the company. I think I've learned a lot from him. And um, that's really inspiring for me too. So, you know, they're saying that the, the apple do not fall too far from the tree. That might be the case. So you, you've learned this as, as a little girl, you were seeing and you were having a, an example already like through, through your youth. Yes, what do, you, what do you believe? You believe that too? Absolutely, absolutely. I believe that uh, role models are extremely important. And if you grew up into a family where uh, people, people are involved into business, uh, most likely, and, and we call this into a, a psychology term, we call this a paradigm. So like yeah. you are growing into this environment. So most likely you will have this embedded into your habits without even um, having anything to say about it. But further along, you know, in the future, what, what is happening is it becomes extremely useful. So you can start using those into your life and it's natural, like, you know, you, you grow through it, you, you've seen it, you experience it and, and people are asking, and this is why I was asking, to, I was asking you, you know, what, what would you say to someone that wants to start? But what I'm seeing is like, it's very innate in you. Like that's, you, it seems that it's, it's part of you. Yeah, yeah, it's part of me. It's just who I am. Yeah. Like, yeah, Are you from a, give it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give the compliments. <laughs> no. <laughs> but Mark, are you from an entrepreneurial company? Uh family? No, not at all. Like okay. for me, my, my family was totally the opposite. Uh my mom was working for a um for the government and mm. my dad was an engineer architect, so very, very um very intelligent. Um, very academic. So you had like two master's degrees. So it was more on that part, but my dad couldn't find a job to save his life. So it's, it's very interesting to see and now understand what really happened uh, to, to him. And I had to change this in me. But like, just to, to go back to the question is like, when the person is, is there, it's like, oh, I really would like to start a business. And it faced like, you know, it faced that fear that, that you mentioned. So like, I had my doubts. I had like my, my challenges. Most of the people are not even taking that first step because they're so scared and they try to figure out everything. But, and, and I love what you said, you know, every day is, is an opportunity and every day is a way, is, is a, a reason to get a little closer to your goal and get a little closer to your dreams. One step every day, how small it is. It's one step towards your dream and then you will feel that it's not so uh, scary because then you think okay i make this little step and this little step is not so scary so then you will soon feel like okay i can make a little bigger step and then the bigger becomes bigger and then you're building a habit because you know within 20 days you build a habit so if you do it every day one step 21 days you have a habit of little steps day by day 
So then after 21 days, it's like strange that you're, for instance, not making that little step building your dream. So if so you... What, yeah, go ahead. So if you make that a part of you, then it becomes a habit to make a little step forward. And that makes you a little bit scary because then you think after 21 days, okay, maybe it's not so difficult or not so scary because I'm moving forward and nothing, uh, the world is not collapsed yet. And, I, and I'm a little bit further. Yeah. Do you think that it's happening the same? And, and again, I'm always asking for the people that are watching this so that they can really relate and they can really say, say and think, oh yeah, you know, this is the way I'm thinking. So I'm, I'm thinking more of, about the person which is, is listening to this right now. But would you say that this is something that is, is happening to people that do have experience and they're continuing, uh, they always have this, this a little bit of fear and there's always a little bit of something which, you know, they, they, they need to step over and, and, and fight that, that, um, that, that wall which is coming even though that, you know, they have experience? I think fear is not a bad or negative thing. I think it's good to have because it keeps you sharp. It keeps you on the edge and it keeps you uh, thinking, okay, is this the best step to move forward? So I don't think that fear is a negative emotion to have. If you think as a positive and it's like, Emotion, okay, I have this competition, uh, competency, competence, and use it to be sharp and uh, to move forward and say to yourself, hey, okay, I have this fear, but let's make it to, to work for me, to move forward and make the first step in building my business or my dream, whatever you want to build, because it will give you so much pleasure and so much energy when you work on what you really want to do. I, I really enjoy uh, this part, what, what you're just saying right now about, about fear, because a few years ago, I, I heard something from Jason Silva, uh, which is, he's a mm -hmm. keynote speaker and he, he work in Spanish and English, which that's my case as well, I work in both languages. And I remember he said, everything you ever wanted is on the other side of fear. Yeah. And, and it, it really, to me, it was, it was a life changer because if you start thinking about it, when fear is, I love this acronym, no false emotion appearing real. So mm -hmm. like you're having an emotion, which you're experiencing because you are doing something that you never done before. And one thing that we're teaching is that fear is, is an emotion that you are having based on something you cannot see. So there, there's the fear coming and, and you can't see like really because you, you don't have enough data. But the opposite of fear is fate. True. And fate is an emotion that you have based on something you cannot see. Yeah. So both so are linked. Exactly. They both yeah. link and both have the same parameters so you you are having an emotion but you cannot see it on the other side but if you are really taking a leap of faith if you are really going on the other side like this is where and this is why you need faith in order to to fight fear in order to get over the fear and then you start seeing 
the things and you start having data and you start understanding, okay, why you had fear. And all of a sudden, like you're just realizing, oh my God, this is exactly what I wanted. But if you would have not go over that, that, that wall of fear, like you could have never experienced that. And I believe that a lot of people are not, are not really experiencing their life because they're not even taking that first step, that first leap of faith. But you can also see fear as something you experience with your body. And if you, if you take the fear as a challenge, then you, you challenge yourself to take, come over the fear. For instance, if you're afraid of uh, public speaking, then you just say, okay, I start a little bit to a small public and then you speak to 10 people and then you challenge yourself doing it. And then if you have done it speaking for 10 people, then you say to yourself, okay, this was difficult, but maybe your fear is getting less and less. So the next time you speak for 20 people and then you, you get better at it and you, you can challenge yourself over the fear. Don't you agree, Mark? Oh, absolutely. I am like, I'm, I'm all for this. I mean, I mean, I mean myself, I'm a keynote speaker. This is, this is my passion. You know, when I have public and I can, I can do a lecture, I can do a conference, I can speak like, this is the thing that I'm, I love the most. Now, in your case, when you're, when you're working with the, um, the American uh, Business Association, tell me a little bit about like, what, what is this association consistent? Uh, we are a business club, a fully voluntarily. Uh, so basically, we want to enhance the business with the United States and the internationals in Amsterdam. So if you're like an expat or uh, doing business with the uh, United States, you can join with our club and get to know uh, the community. And we organize 11 events a year on different locations through Amsterdam. So you get to know the city. And during every monthly event, there is first a, a little piece of content, interesting content, and then you get to network. You can talk with various members of the club. So you really get to know um, business people. And we're open. Everybody is welcome. I mean, you, it's a really mangle of internationals and it's really good, a good atmosphere there. How many members do you have in your club? Uh, of course, well, there are a lot moving up and down the States, of course. So it's always in and out, but approximately 150 now. So it's a very good club. Uh, yeah. And we do a lot of joint events. So we've done last year a joint event with the Indian Chamber. Uh, last year we did also a joint event with the Swiss Embassy, where we did the focus was about blockchain and Bitcoin, and we invited um, Mark Koster of the quote to to speak about and to teach how to become a Bitcoin millionaire. So that was really a very good topic for a lot of people. So, I mean, we also bring content. So besides the networking, you really learn something uh, during the evening. So now great to be part of that to bring to be part of the board to bring the club forward together with the, the rest 
absolutely i it, it i i love those business um business community because there are people which for the most part you know when you get involved into a business community it's because like you care about business you are interested into the business idea you're interested as well to to mingle and to to share ideas um what what are you guys doing during like this this pause at the moment of course we, we don't have a choice we you mean with the with, with, the, the, with the club period. yeah uh so you mean with the pause with the well, like right now, everybody's on pause, right? So, like, what what is the the, the club doing while that you're doing this? Are you doing virtual? Uh, We're business moving meetings? virtual. Uh, we don't have a choice, uh, so we do now virtual events and virtual networking, and we're exploring that at the moment. So, uh, so far, so good. Um, maybe we'll find a new way. Extra way to communicate with the members. So, so far the the reactions and and the results are very positive. So because it's all about what the members want, uh, and then we listen and then we build around that. Um, of course, the events. So what's next for you? Like being being an entrepreneur, been been doing like you know different projects, and now your project like is is solid. I mean, we can always uh, get better on it. We can always improve. But uh, you were letting me know, it's just like you know, now I'm 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 getting like getting itchy. You know, I need I need to get moving. I need to start something I new. Like I need to question. get. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I I always say uh, I have ideas what I want to build but I always keep my eyes open because you never know who you meet tomorrow or which op option comes across uh, so you never know what you're going to build until you meet that person because or that project so uh, it always I like the idea that you don't know what what's coming next but you will feel it. You will, you will immediately feel it. That was the same with this Marina project. I came across the project and I really felt, okay, this is it. This I need to build. And we didn't uh, talk about it uh, yet, but uh, during the Marina, I've also built another company, a tech company, where I did listing management for holiday rentals. And it, that was besides the marina. I came across the project, I built it, and it was growing at such a fast pace. Um, and then there came a person across and out of the blue, and he said, I want to take over the company. And then I thought, okay, this is the perfect person to make this company bigger. And I was never the intention to sell that company. I had the idea, okay, this is uh, a project next to the marina. I love tech, I love to build, I love to grow, see things grow. And then that person came across uh, and then we had the talk and then I said, yes, I have to do this. So I, I never knew that this person was came coming across my path until he came and that's, that's the great thing about entrepreneurship. You're in charge of your own 
choices. If you come across a project, an idea, or a business case, you can say, hey, I sell my current project or my current business case, and I move to the other thing, which is the thing I really want to build or is really now in my path, I want to be as entrepreneur. So I always say, you're in charge. You're the captain of, of, your, uh, of your life. Of your boat. Yeah. Both. <laughs> <laughs> right? In your case, you're the captain of your boat. So basically, uh, to answer your question, I have dreams, but I don't share my big entrepreneurial dream because then people will say to me, hey, Christine, maybe you should do that nut or you should do it in that way. And I don't want to hear how I should do it. So I don't share my big dream. I keep it to myself. I've written it down. And once in, in a year, I look at it and then I think, okay, yes, it's still my dream. And every day I, I do a little step towards that dream. And we have a saying, we have a saying like based on what you just said, like, you know, the, the success is the progressive realization of a worthy <laughs> dream. So based on what you just said, that's exactly it. Like every day you're taking a little step towards it. And so basically you're successful. So I know my dream is there and I will move along the way to that dream. And I don't know who's coming or which person or which project is coming along, but I will take the decisions to, to build that dream. And it will go this way because that's how it goes, but it will go up. That's what I believe. What, what do you like most uh, in the different fields? You know, there's, there's so many fields uh, in, in terms of business. Like you just mentioned that you, you love tech. Um, like there's real estate that a lot of people are getting involved into it, which, which you did uh, in, into two parts. I mean, you did real estate, like water real estate and, and land real estate at the, in the same time. Um, there's uh like right now there's there's virtual companies like online uh businesses like what would you recommend to someone that is looking at this and says okay i, I think i'm gonna follow what christine says uh, but but where where do you go and what do you like the most into those different businesses what i like the most um is building building which part? What, what, what do you mean Everything by building? From A to C. Uh, I like to build. I'm a builder. So I like to build the marketing. I like to build really the construction building. Um, I like when you see things grow. So basically you see a company is every, every element needs to be built. So you have to see it like a big house you're building. Every pillar needs to be right. Your marketing, your uh, financials, your uh, constructions. So you have to see it like a big house you're building. And every time you build a little piece and it gets better. And you and when you start, it's like, okay, there's nothing yet. So you make the first element, then the second one, and then you go around and then you're back at the first one. And then you think, okay, this one I've build this element is not so good anymore or I need to improve so it's like basically over and over building and you have to I like the building part and really uh, exploring how to improve things 
So it's basically all, every time you look at something, you think, okay, is this the best thing I can think of it? Or can I improve? Or can I make it better? Or can we build it better? So that's what I like about uh, the different business activities I'm in. We have a saying that, or, or someone said that, uh, you have to do it yourself, but you cannot do it alone. Now, obviously, you, you, you are utilizing this because you said that, you know, there's people coming along and, and, and I do partnership, I work with people and all this. Um, how would you identify that a person is the right person to work with? You will feel it. And you, your guts, I mean, you, you, you feel the person. If you cannot uh, trust a person or you, you have your doubts, then don't do it. I believe uh, you can. Yeah, you can also test people, but I don't believe that's necessary. You you feel it from the first moment, usually. So you're very intuitive. So you you're really listening to that that intuition, which is there, and and you're following this. So if your intuition tells you well, you should follow this path. You should go with this person. You should do this thing. Like this is normally the path that you're going to take. Yeah, for instance, last year, oh no, two years ago, uh, my big, one of my dream was a parking lot to buy. So I started that project and a person in my inner circle said, no, that's not possible. That's not possible. Just quit with the conversation. This is why, this is why you stop talking with people about your dream now. No, 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 I did it before, but that was really in a circle person. So, uh, and, it, and they said, no, Christine, that's not possible. And I kept going and I didn't mention it to anybody anymore. And now I have it. And now I own it. So I, it's just, you have to believe in it. If you believe in it, if you think you can do it, you can even, you do it. So for you, this, this is really the, the key is, is to listen to your intuition. So if you have one, one uh, advice to give to someone, which is just right there, just on the point is that, you know what? I, I don't like to sit on my hands right now. I don't like to, to, to be, uh, you know, that someone dictate how I should work. And if I should work, I would like to start my own business. What is that one advice that you give that person? Um, what I would advise is always think be, behind the box, but e even think further. There's no box. So think beyond the box. Really, there's no box at all. That's where the magic happens in your head. Then you come up with ideas, business cases. Just think beyond. And that's really my personal slogan. Always go beyond. Go to the next. Uh, that's what I believe really strongly. So in, in this case, what, what you're saying is like follow your intuition. Like start. If you're feeling, you know, I, I'm, I'm done with this. I don't want to work for someone. So follow this intuition, which is that's the first, that's the first indication that like you should be working for yourself. You have to but follow then, your dream. You have to write down yeah. your dream, make your dream an action plan. 
So you write down your dream, then you make your action plan, and then you really have your, your goal set. I mean, if you don't write it down, it keeps a dream. Then it keeps in your head a dream. You keep on thinking on it, but if you really put it on paper, then it's written down and then you have to do something with it. You have to make, challenge yourself to make the steps. So you make a to-do list or a goal list, whichever suits in your schedule next to your job. So you, then you can work on it because it's visualized and then you have to repeat it every day to yourself. You say, okay, this is my dream. I repeat it and you say it loud. So you get used that you are achieving your dream. Otherwise it stays in your dream like a dream you're having at night and uh, it's, you're not making it really, um, how do you say, tangible. A plan. Mm -hmm. You yeah. don't make it a plan, right? It's not It's Yet. not something. And there's a saying said like, if, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. So right, so if... If you're not moving, if you're not like uh, taking the steps, but what would you say to someone who says, yeah, but I have it in my mind. I don't need to write it down. Yeah, but then it stays a dream. I have written it down as well. Yeah. I, so, lo I love what you're saying right now, because like, you know, I, I'm, I'm sometimes I'm just like banging my, my head on, on the wall and just like, you need to write it down. Yeah. And people write it on their phones. Like, no, 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 no. Pen and paper. There's there's great things happening when pen to paper, like which which you're creating. You're you're coming from a blank sheet of paper, and with a pen you started like forming things. You're creating things out of nothing. It is so magical if you start thinking about it. Imagine that you're coming now like from from far far away, and you would. You never saw a pen and a paper. And then you take like a little stick, you know, that long. And you just by moving it, like it, 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 it leaves a, a, a line behind. And you can put forms and you can draw and you cannot. I mean, if you think about it, it is just a beautiful concept. Yet we take it for granted and we're not realizing the power behind that, which in our mind, if you're writing down, you know, I want a marina or I have a marina. And, and it, comes it, com it comes really uh, tangible and you, you get more um, besides in your head. It will also be uh, more, uh, I don't know the word, but it, more senses will sense it. So it's, you know what I mean? Your eyes will see that it's written down. Yes. Uh, you, you, if you go a step further, your dream, you put it in, in images, then you can look at your dream. And if you look at your dream, then you can visualize yourself having a dream. So that's the next step once you have written it down. So the, the words on, on paper, you're going to visualize it. Then it will be even more uh, tangible in your head. And you keep repeating it. So you're uh, you, you're going to get used that you will be that entrepreneur or will having that business or will having that dream you are dreaming about. What would you say to someone that would say to you, oh yeah, but like, you know, this might work for you, but like, 
it doesn't really it, that you know it doesn't really work for me to be honest i sometimes have this pitfall still because then i think okay it's in my head i'm going to do it i'm going to do it and then i think christine no you have to write it down and then i write it down and then i break it down in steps and then i do every day a step and i think that i achieving it and then i think okay Christine, this was not good that it kept going in your head. So I would say to that person, try it. Try it, just try it. There's nothing to lose. Uh, if, you, if you say, hey, it doesn't work for me. Okay, then you have tried it at least. And then it's maybe not your way of achieving it, but it's, this is my way of achieving it. And every person is different. So maybe that person say, hey, Christine, I have a better way. Please share, because maybe I can learn from you and uh, I can even improve myself because I don't have the knowledge uh, for everybody. I mean, I just tell what I experience and what works for me as entrepreneur so far, but I'm still on my path of learning every day. I mean, that's great about being entrepreneur. You learn every day and it's like, okay, hmm, tomorrow I'm going to do this and this better because today that was really not good what I did. <laughs> but that's what so, I really like about it. So what, what I would recommend you to do is like, just follow someone which has demonstrated that they know what they're talking about. And Christine is obviously she knows what she's talking about. So if she's saying to you, you should try it, I would try it. You know, I would, I would take it, uh, I would take a pen and a pad and I would just like start thinking like, you know, everything that you have in your mind that like you, you're dreaming about, that you are fantasizing about, like start writing it down and see like how, what, what, what type of feeling that you're getting out of it and, and follow your intuition. Yes, and I would like to add, always what you're dreaming about if somebody else has achieved it already then you can do it as well because somebody has achieved it so then you just start that person started years ago as well not with no experience with no so just start and see look for the persons who has achieved what you want to achieve or uh, dream about that is wonderful Thank you so much, Christine, for sharing your 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 journey. Um, I, I'm I'm looking. I'm very curious about what's coming uh, in your in your plate in the next in the next months years. I know that we're gonna be in contact, you and I, and uh, like there's there's some things like in, in the making in the cooking, uh, which we'll we'll share in time, but. Um, I'm so, so, so grateful that you took some time and, and be on the show After Dark with Mark. It was a real honor to be here and I really enjoyed it. And this was also a part of my journey to learn uh, to be in a podcast. And I hope that everybody enjoyed it and they always can contact me. It will be a pleasure to, yeah, to help them a step forward, forward in their dream. So. Well, we'll put we'll put your data into into the um, the notes. So when when you are watching, make sure that uh, you go and check like what what is she doing. I know that I'm gonna stay at, at the marina when next time that I'm going to Amsterdam. You're very most very excited. 
very very exciting and uh well what good luck on everything that you're doing and uh we'll see you soon see you soon bye bye thank you